it's pretty um, normal for me to have shade towards me. Yes. Oh. Because you elicit shade. Okay. When I when you walk in, so I'm a tree. I'm a willow tree. Uh, yes. Got you. Uh, I wanted to talk to you today uh, about my your phone cord. Is it Sentinella? Ain't that a street? Sentinella. (laughs) My Sentinella bracelet. There's Sentinella in Inglewood. So I want to tell you, maybe you all have heard before that I get bit a lot by mosquitoes because I guess I'm really tasty. Mm -hmm. But I found this Sentinella cord bracelet. And essentially, it keeps them away. And I didn't believe it at first. I said, no, this ain't going to work. And I got it, and I ain't got bit not one time. Do you believe that that's witchcraft? I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together, we're a hot mess. Oh, my God. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's going to look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth, okay. It might be. Because and guess I what? have a feeling that's rich crab. One day I took it off. That's what I feel and like. And it wasn't on my wrist anymore and I still didn't get bit. <laughs> I said it didn't. I didn't put a full <laughs> incantation over me with this bracelet. See. And I, it reminds me, uh, producer Brandon, of like when uh, Vampire Diaries always had rings and bracelets and shit to do everything. It's so wonderful. I used to think that was a great little like tool that they used. Like, they could pretty much do anything with a ring or a bracelet that was cursed or enchanted. I I, want to ask you, how much did that cost? Um, I sold my soul for it. You sold your soul for, um, so that you don't get bit by mosquitoes? Exactly. You don't understand, that's a very stressful, like, I want to cry when I get bit by mosquitoes, and they target me. Okay. So what did the devil want in return so that you don't get back my mosquitoes? He said, the only way I'm going to give you this bracelet is that if you offer up to me, your friend Kenneth. And I took a moment. I said, I don't really want to do that. But I was signing my name as I thought about it. What I'm doing is I'm looking online on my phone right now for mental health services. For Got you. Because you. you wasn't paying attention to me. No, I, I, I wasn't. Because you're just talking foolishness. But can I tell you, you're really good at responding to people, even though you're not paying attention. I mm-hmm. feel like you have a you have a list. This is not a compliment, by the way. You have a I list listen. of responses that you're going to use while you know you're not paying attention. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. That's what happens uh, when you work uh, with kids. Uh, 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 <laughs> listen, as a, when you work with kids, you got to have a list of responses. Because half the time what them kids are talking about is gibberish. So does that mean that you're an adult? No. What that means is I'm an adult that works with kids. Got you. And so. So you're saying you're used to not paying attention to anything? I'm used to not paying attention to children. Got you. I, if that's an adult trait, then hey, I understand. So what happens is when you start talking to me, mm-hmm. it's like I'm working with one of the kids. That's how you feel? <laughs> so I got a lot of responses. I already lined Just up. Just lined up. Because <laughs> half the time, what you're talking about is gibberish. Got you. That is good to know, Kenneth. <laughs> if y'all know Marcellus, Marcellus be talking 19 hours out of 20. I do. 
So you have to be ready. You got to be ready to be able to to, to go with him to, to to be like okay, yeah. Real friends will listen. Yeah, I'm listening. No, real friends will listen. Like Edward, I'm pretty sure Edward don't care about nothing I be talking about, but he listens. No, he don't. Yes, he do. He can respond. He can tell me what I said. Yeah, I do the same thing. I can respond and tell you what you said. No, you can't. I can tell you exactly what you said. Every time I say anything to you, you respond with food that you like. No. Did I just not ask you about the devil? You said that you signed an agreement with him, right? So that you, you won't just get heard bit by devil. So what you're doing is you're hearing certain words and no. going off of that. Mm-mm. No, I heard you. I heard you. Anyway, welcome to my fave where we don't listen to each other. Welcome to my fave, everybody. (laughs) This is the podcast of pure two hours of foolishness. Ken just told me that I speak a lot of gibberish and I'm going to do a poll through all of the latest episodes and we're going to see... Who really goes Shanice, on. where's the lie? Her name is not Shanice. You like a 90-year-old woman. Her name what's is the lie? Shanice. Where's the lie? Say Shanice. Shanice. Oh, God. Where the lie? <laughs> huh? Where the lie? What's her husband's name? I'm not telling you because you're going to say it wrong. Shanice's husband. Where the lie? Huh? His name is Chris. Do you know what I'm saying? This is what I got to deal with. I come into work every morning. And this is what is meeting me on the other side of the door. Marcella's kid. Anyway, Kenneth, how was your week? It was wonderful. Was it? It was a really wonderful week. I feel like it's deja vu. (laughs) 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 And there's a couple of reasons why I feel like that. But it's been a great week. (laughs) It's been a great week. I'm excited about... um, some vacation that's getting ready to happen and some things and i'm just excited so but yeah it's been a great week how was your week marcel let's see how you let me ask you see what i'm saying because last episode there was an issue about you not letting me ask you about how your week was and you think i don't care to ask and i just asked you right now what i want us to take note of that you did my week was great I had a beautiful week. Why was it so beautiful? What'd you do? Because I I want to know all the details. I are you sure you do? I'm quite sure. I don't want to go into gibberish on you. But my week was great because I had a beautiful time. You know, it's good when you like what you're I thought doing. You, about you had a beautiful time in the Lord. <laughs> I had a beautiful time in the Lord. <laughs> when you know we grew up in church. But on a daily, I just feel like I'm having a good day even while at work. You know, on my way home, I'm just having a good time. That's good. You're supposed to enjoy yourself and at a lot work. Of, and a lot of times, it's mind over matter. I'm trying to. I learned one Ooh, thing. we said that at work today. Mind over matter. You, you said can that to do the kids? it. Yes, we did. So one thing I learned from, uh, oh, I always forget his name, but... It's called The Power of Intention. And one of the main things he said was... Who said this? I'm going to ask producer Brandon to look him up at some point. And I'll say it throughout the episode. But he said, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's all I need to know through life. I don't care what it is. If you change the way you look at it, it changes. And this ain't no magic. This is simply just how it goes. If you change... If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And his name is Wayne Dyer. Is he a new? Is he new age? No, he's been doing it forever. Has he been doing new age forever? Uh, he's always been preaching this. Oh, he's a pastor. No, he's not. He's just a a public speaker. He's been preaching this. You know how they do like the universe kind of thing. He does more of a your Mm. power of intention. What is your intent? Mm. What is happening? And what I like about it is it's um. 
really just about changing how you look at stuff. So let's say working out. Everybody, I hate working out. I hate working out. I hate you always going to hate working out. But if you begin to not necessarily fool yourself, but just look at it differently. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm doing this to better myself, whatever. I ain't got there yet because I hate working out. (laughs) I was about to say, my intentions are still the same. (laughs) I intend on not going to the gym. (laughs) I'll get there. But yeah, that's that's that. Well, that's good. That's really good to know. I'm excited, um, but I'm also really excited about today's episode. Why are you so excited? Because today's episode, we get to talk about the genre of film and television, which I'm very, very, very in love with. <sighs> um, are y'all ready to know what we're, we're what our topic is today? I'm ready. Even though they already know because they read the description. Our fave <laughs> martial arts. <laughs> it's a whole genre. It's a genre. Okay, I don't know if we could say that. Yes, we it's can. They do that on there. I don't know if we could do that anymore, See, Marcellus. You just like them vegans. You too deep. I, you can say hi, y'all. They say it on the show and stuff in the movies. Okay, um, I'm gonna have you. You go ahead and say that again. You want to say it in the mic? Hi, y'all. Okay. So this is probably why we don't have anybody new listeners. We do, but see, you're not. You don't check the you know, the power uh, the of stats. intention. The power you, of you don't know. Them. I thought you were gonna say call my mind intentions. <laughs> we got a lot going on. Well, they're not gonna be from Asia, but okay. Well, see, you took it there. You can definitely have you ever seen the Karate Kids? Them was little white kids. Uh, no, uh, Three Ninjas. No, that was the most culturally appropriated movie. No, I didn't see Three Ninjas. Oh, it was beautiful. You tripping. Oh, you tripping. God. That was back in the day. That was the movie. Back before we knew better. Okay. Um, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> welcome to today's episode. Ooh, you too deep. <laughs> These church folk be too deep. No, uh-uh. We just got to understand the times have changed. We used to do a lot of stuff that's just not okay, y'all. Everybody, you got to change, okay? What do you need to change? I need to change um, my mind. I was going to say your underwear. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there's no way in the world that you need to be commenting on my undergarments at all. <laughs> it is not that kind of show. <laughs> That's my fave after dark. <laughs> well, Ken, uh, I believe it's your turn for that. our uh, Mighty Mighty Lights Camera Action. Lights Camera Action. I want everyone, we're going to put uh, Marcellus because he is a TV guy. Woo. And my name is Ken. I am the movie guy. For those of you who are just tuning in and you've never heard one episode ever in your life, that's who we are. Well, probably not because we don't got no new listeners. Remember? Well, not from Asia. <laughs> and so um, I would like to say that um, we do lights, camera, action. And because Marcellus is a TV guy, I have a name that tune for black TV shows. Oh, and we're gonna see. You already know I'm not good at these naming tunes. You Come just want to embarrass me. Ain't nobody listen. Change your intention. Um, this is about <laughs> whether um, you you're gonna be fine. It's gonna be okay. All right. I'm not gonna go through all of them. That's fine. Um, do it. Producer Brandon, let's do a test on sound to see if our audience can hear. I'm gonna turn the volume up because this is coming from my phone. All right. So you're gonna have 15 seconds. And um, we'll see if you got it. You don't have to write any. You can write it if you want to, but you don't have to, okay? We'll just go as you go. Audience, listeners, play along with us. Come on, you got this. Oh, I was drawing. This is a different world. Yes! Because I was like, wait a minute, you know no, this. No, I, I literally was over here coloring. <laughs> <laughs> I drew an S and start filling it in. <laughs> Oh, I love this show. Did you like this show? Oh, God. Okay, yes. here we go. My favorite was Jasmine Guy. 
Come on. Uh, Empire. All right. See, and he was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this. Oh, that's I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this. Okay, you got it. Empire. I can I tell you the first season was amazing. I stopped up the, the first season. And the first season when she put that bib on. Oh, I like when she got that broom and hit Hakeem. Okay, here we go. Uh, come on, Stanford and Son. Did you say Stanford? Sanford and Son. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, no, it's not Stanford and Son. Do you know Quincy Jones created this? The song or yeah, the song? Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't know that till I watched his uh, his documentary. He, he did created a lot. this. He did a He's lot. Amazing. Moesha. Of course. Yes! It's me. Now realizing my responsibility. It's me. My best friend is always on my mind. You're gonna be down with them. I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta move. They filmed the opening right around the corner from this house. Oh, Cleveland show. Yes. You know, I never really got with Cleveland. I did because I'm really a good fan. I'm a really a big fan of Seth MacFarlane and his work. Okay. I've never was really happy black guy face. You know, he was supposed to say my happy black guy face, but they felt like he shouldn't. Good. I would have loved it. You know this. Hey. Uh, 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 life got twisted upside down. I like to take a moment to sit right back. Come on, uh, yo. First Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Boom. Guess who came with this show? Quincy Jones. Mm, the music or the show? The show. Oh, wow. You got this. Wait. And the answer is, you got this, TV guy. Oh. My wife and kids. Oh, wow. Really? Damon Wayans and Tisha Campbell. Dang, I feel like I ain't never heard that before, and I love that show. <laughs> oh, come uh, on. In Living Color. Hey, do what you want them to do. Listen, them first seasons of In Living Color were huh, all of them. But them first seasons were so funny. You when know he was, was in there, and he was like, I can make a book of top. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. One of my favorite comedians of all time, Paul Mooney, was the head writer. Oh, That's okay. Why. Oh, he's funny. He wrote for Richard Pryor. Oh, hey! Uh, the Jeffersons. Ooh, yes. I couldn't get it out. When I was in growing up, this was Nick at Night. They were playing all the old shows from the 60s and 70s. That's right. The Jeffersons. I swear to God, my dad looked like Sherman Hensley. Of the pie. That was my favorite part. That was about to do. Oh, I know this. Come on. Uh, Boondocks. Yes. Yeah. Can I tell you, this show is still amazing. Boondocks is so fun. I love when he was like, so I like him. That means that mean I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he started crying. He was like, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Reverse vitiligo. Yes. Come on. Um. Uh, I know it. I'm trying to think of the name of it. You got Family this. Matters. Yes. <laughs> Family Matters was a part of the uh, Friday block. TGIF Friday. I used to love me some TGIF. Wasn't Sabrina on TGIF at some point or no? Um, don't think so. And Sister Sister. I don't think so. Sabrina was, I think, early CWWB. I think. This Sister Sister. Hey. <laughs> When they did the revamp and they uh -huh. was older, uh huh, 
I loved it. I remember saying, oh my God, they older. Oh my God. This show would have changed my life. You go. Got this. Wait. Is this all of us? And the answer Wait. is. It's not in the house. Oh. I know this. The Bernie Mac show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like the Bernie Mac show, but I didn't like get all the way into it as everybody mm. else. But I loved it. Rest in peace. Come on. Um. Oh, it's not coming to mind. I know what it is, Come though. On. Uh, Cosby's. Yes. Oh, God. Cosby it wouldn't come show. out. Oh, such a good show. Every There's like all these moments when he's like, ooh, Claire's about to go off. Remember when <laughs> Vanessa went to that concert? Yes. Come on. No, I got to just jam to it for a second. Acting like a fool. You know, I'm loving every single thing you do. Proud family. Yes. Listen, I, I was a hardcore Destiny Child, Solange, Alden fan when I was young. Right. So this was like phenomenal for me. Right. And right. the Girl Sisters was my favorite, of course. Right. <laughs> uh. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. oh, make it fucking I know, out. it's not coming and out. And the answer is... Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris, of course. Everybody hates Chris. It's a fun show. I didn't get fully into that either. I wasn't always a big fan of Chris Rock. All right. Good times. Yeah. This show always depressed me. Oh, that show was depressing. Every episode. Every time you thought there was a good moment coming. It was coming. a major <laughs> dramatic damn, experience. Damn. Like, oh, the God. water's off. We don't know how we're going to wash our vegetables. On the, side note, on the Cleveland show, he was looking at a plate of rolls, and he was like, here's this roll. I love this roll. This my Esther roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got my Get your head on move on. Get oh. your head off. That's right. Hey. Uh, I love this show. Living single. Yes. There was talk about them bringing this show back. And I would be so happy if they did. Everybody looks really good except Kyle. Mm. We don't have to talk about that. I saw him at the clip. Never mind. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, What could this be? (laughs) Right, right. Martin, this now, listen. I will never let nobody talk bad about this show. This show is amazing. I love that show to my life. All right, this is going to be your last one. Because you're doing really good. You're doing really good. You just need to get like two. Yeah. Oh, Girlfriends. Yes. Yes. This show was that my. my, (laughs) my. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that they was in all that flowing. It was such so 2000s. Right. They was just standing there and just flowing. With that fan blowing, right? That was Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, shout out to Kelsey Grammer for uh, producing this show. Thank you so much. Oh, forgot I have one more. Uh oh. Is this 227? <laughs> no. What is this? <laughs> Wait. Is this uh, Hey, 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 Fat Albert and Yes! This? It's yes. This Fat Albert. Good job, Marcella. I was like, it's all right, you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Marcella's Black TV two. Show theme song. And you did good. You only missed two. So What was the ones I missed again? You didn't know Everybody uh, Hates Chris. Okay. And you didn't know Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Oh, and okay. no, you missed three. And you didn't know the show with Damon Wayans, My Wife and Kids. That Now, that would make me mad because I watched that show faithfully. Yeah. yeah so. so there was just three you didn't know. So there were more, but just for sake of time, um, thank you all so for listening. How did y'all do? Tell us how you guys did online, okay? 
<laughs> All right. So, okay. Thank you, uh, Kenneth. I really appreciate that. That made me think back. Made me feel black. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a break, though. Stop slamming my screen door. Made you cry. And do you have McDonald's money? Had you laughing. And don't forget, wait till your daddy gets home. Had you on the edge of your seat. Get ready for Skylar Berry's latest play coming January 2019. I only eat chitlins with hot sauce. And today is first Sunday and we all gotta wear white. Coming to the Wilshire Ebell Theater. Starring Hattie Mae Johnson. Girl, I done already told you I don't need no new man. Deacon Paul treats me just fine. Ruben Daniels. I don't know why it's so hard to find a good woman. I, I'm a good man. I got a job. I got good credit. Oh, Lord. Dequarius Jenkins. All I gotta do is go in and I'm gonna pass this interview. And if I can pass this interview, I'll be able to get that job and I won't have to sleep on this couch no more. Michelle Stevens. Huh. Uh-uh, honey. Listen, as long as my weave in and as wide as my behind, that's what he gonna tell me. Kiss him, dear. And of course, the great and world-renowned Viola Beulah Washington. Devil, you got to go. You don't belong here. I plead the blood. I'm going to get my anointed swiffer, and I'm going to sweep you out. I open up the windows, and you got to go. Featuring music by Raquel Carter. That's right. I only eat chitlins with hot sauce. And today is first Sunday. We all got to wear white. At the Wilshire Ebell Theater, coming January 11th through the 13th, 2019. Tickets available at Popeye's, Church's Chicken, Louisiana Chicken, and Sally Beauty Supply. Get them while tickets last. My girl, welcome back, Kenneth. I always, <laughs> always wonder sometimes. Um, here we go. No, here we go. What? What was I gonna say? Here we go. What was I gonna say? Something negative, Kenneth. The world <laughs> and myself would like. To know mm, mm, mm. what is your fave martial arts film? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh my God. This is one of the most amazing martial arts films that you ever did see. Ever did see. Oh God, I cannot tell you guys. This was um a, a little bit of a challenging issue for me because I have a honorable mention which is equal to my my faith Uh-oh. but i had to to say crouching tiger hidden dragon came out on top because this movie is fascinating this movie came out in 2001 was directed by ang lee ang lee, ang lee by the way is a phenomenal director he directs a lot of period pieces he did sense and sensibility he did hulk he did brokeback mountain which i didn't know he directed brokeback mountain uh life of pi so He's known as doing these great dramas. So he then does, you know, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and it is a gorgeous film. Wow. Okay. This film, uh, first of all, he uh, won uh, the Golden Globe for Best Director that year. Wow, really? Um, and you all know Golden Globes is basically a lead up to the Oscars. So... If you uh, multiple times win a Golden Globe, it's like, oh, you're probably going to win the Oscars. This movie was nominated for, like, a bunch of Oscars. 
And it is the only martial arts film to this day to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Wow. No other martial arts film has ever been nominated for Best Picture. And that's because it was beautiful. It won for Best Cinematography. It won for Best Screenplay. It won for, uh, I'm sorry, not Screenplay, but it won for uh, Set Design because it was gorgeous. It won for Original uh, Score. By the way, the guy who did the score did it in two weeks. Um, so hats off to him for getting an Oscar for something he did in two weeks. This is... I want y'all to think of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon as a martial arts film meets fairy tale. Okay? It's very fairy tale. It's very fantasy. Um, the characters are kind of like flying. There's a, like a beautiful uh, fight scene in the trees. Um, the colors change. And they're warm. They're soft. They're bright. They're intense. All throughout the film, of course, the fight scenes are amazing. Amazing. Um, and it's really, um, a very simple story. Um, one man um gives the sword called the Green Destiny to another person, and he says, "You know, I need you to deliver it." And then someone steals the Green Destiny, and basically, the rest of the film is about um trying to find who stole this beautiful sword and trying to get it back to um, its rightful owner. And a lot of things are revealed as we kind of go down that road. Um, this movie is, I, I just want to say, dazzling. It's its eye candy, y'all. If you haven't seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, it is a, a spectacular film. We have um, Chow Yun-Fat who is one of the main characters, Michelle Yeoh is one of the main characters. And then she was new uh, to American cinema, and that was Zihi Zhang. And she's gorgeous. Producer Brandon had a crush on her. Uh, she's gorgeous. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, has. Has a crush on her. Um, this film is actually, um, you know, shout out to the author. This is book five, uh, I mean book four of a five-book series. Okay, so they came in and they just did this uh, book. And Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon actually means uh, to hide your strength. So, uh, and that's kind of like a through line. You know, it's a lot of people are hiding who they really are throughout the film. And it's kind of becoming revealed little by little. You never know who people are like right away. So, I don't really want to talk about this film that much longer than that. Because I don't want to hype it up too much, but it's amazing. I and think it's great. Critics will agree because that's why it was nominated for Oscars and it snatched a few. This movie cost seventeen million dollars to make. Seventeen million. It made two hundred and thirteen million. Seventeen million dollars, and it made two hundred and thirteen million dollars worldwide. Y'all, if you have not seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I implore you to go and check it out. Uh, as you start getting into film and you realize the importance of how a scene is shot and yeah. camera movements, how the, uh, the the camera's eye takes you into a room and how they leave a room, how they do wide shots, you will really appreciate the cinematography. Oh, I... I uh, okay. Um, I, it's just gorgeous. The story is there. Everything is there. Everything is there. Isn't that the same... A lady that's in Crazy Rich Asians, the mom. Yes, she is. Michelle Yeoh Michelle is uh, is in Crazy Rich Asians. She plays the mom of one of the main characters. This is her first like American it. role, right? Like her breakout. No, Michelle Yeoh's breakout. Rights? No, Michelle Yeoh's breakout role was in the James Bond series. 
she played along Pierce Brosnan, and she was an agent from China. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's when Michelle Yeoh really hit the scene because she's doing martial arts in Ooh, the James movie. Bond series. And she plays, like I said, an agent from China, and she's working right alongside James Bond. Yeah. And that kind of cemented her as, um, you know, an action star in our eyes. But uh, it's a gorgeous film, y'all. Just the shots and the angles and the what Ang Lee did um, with and how he filmed this was gorgeous. And let me tell you something. Zizi Yang's character, another actress had the role. Her mm-hmm. agent and pulled her out so she can do a Pepsi commercial. Uh-uh. Uh, needless to say, she don't have the same agent no more. Uh, I would have been hot. So that was what opened the door for her. Now that was her introduction into American cinema. Wow. This film right here. So the other act, I don't know how your agent gonna pull you off of a movie to do a commercial. Yeah, that don't make no sense. And I would have been like, are you crazy? I'm doing a movie. What is a movie? How does a movie compare to a Pepsi commercial? I guess she thought because it was Pepsi, it's such like a global brand. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, If I had to do an honorable mention, it would be Ip Man, IP. Uh, Ip Man. I like Ip Man. Ip Man is. I love these type uh, of movies, by the way. Man, you lo- amazing. Ip Man is based off of Bruce Lee's mentor, so he's the he's the one who taught him um, the uh, Wing Chun, which is a style of martial arts that um, that he's known for. And Donnie Yen does an amazing job playing him. And if you like Ip Man, you'll kind of like the like 1930s Southern China you know, look and feel of the film. There's four films of the Ip Man series. They have one coming out this month. The fourth film in the Ip Man series is coming out this month. So wow. uh, there was really a lot of talk in Ip Man 3 because Mike Tyson did a fight scene with Ip Man. Oh, wow. And so that was kind of dope. But that's the, to me, it's just so amazing yeah. choreographing that. And oh, just, it's a, uh, ugh. so listen, I think Ip Man is... It's my honorable mention. It's why we came up with that category. If you don't mind me asking, how did you feel about the Kill Bill series? Loved Kill Bill series. Kill Bill is great in the world of martial arts because it's the only movie with the female protagonist. Yes. So in the world of the martial arts genre, it's usually dominated by men, 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 men. That scene where she went up into, uh, I guess, the enemy's territory, but uh it was that other little high school girl with the Oh, yeah, with the balls? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. it. Or when she went to... Vivica Fox. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, that house. scene is iconic. Scene. Iconic. Oh Vivica yes. Fox fighting in the kitchen, and then her daughter comes in. She said, "Babe, sweetie, mommy is talking to her friend." You can, right. you know. Right. And then they go back to bop, bop, bop. There yeah. was talk that that character would come back and try to uh, attack Uma Thurman's character. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to do anything with it, but Quentin Tarantino is open to the idea I would love to of kill or her whatever. coming back. Yeah. And she said, Uma Thurman says to the, to the little, to Vivica Fox's daughter, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, if you have a problem, you know, you can see me in, in, in 20 years or 10 years and we can, and we can have a conversation about it. Because yeah. she had basically, spoiler, um, did defeat. Is, um, this is random, but is Colombiana considered... Martial arts or is that more action? Yeah, no, more action. that's action. Okay, yeah, that's more action. Um, so yeah, I mean, Kenneth, you got anything else to say? I have a question for you too, though. What's your question? Let's say you were in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, mm-hmm. as Kenneth Brown. You're working there. Do you think you would able you would be able to do a lot of your uh, stunts? Do you think oh, you could build up to it and like, would work out for it and all to, this other stuff? Would love to. So. One of the things um, that I recent, well, I saw earlier this year, you know, as an actor, you go into the set and you can have a couple of skills under your belt already. 
and they have a martial arts wire class. So it was a 12 week course. And I think they met like twice or three times a week. And they would teach you um, how to properly use a gun for film, uh, intro to martial arts and wire work. And a little bit of stunts, nice. uh, fighting, sequ- fighting uh, choreography. So these uh, martial artists are coming in sometimes, like a Jet Li, he's already trained. Bruce Lee, already trained. So Bruce Lee comes from the martial arts world, and then he's now becomes an actor. Nice. Right? Same thing with Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa is amazing for Ong Bak. Well, he's a Muay Thai fighter. So he comes in as a famous Muay Thai fighter, and that's when Hollywood comes to you and was like, hey, you're like at the top of your game. We would now like to use you to make a movie. So oftentimes these action stars, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was Mr. Olympia. So he wasn't an actor, but it's like his body, his physique is what uh, is basically what called Hollywood and got Hollywood's attention, and then you become an actor. Become. So me as an actor first then i need to go the opposite route i need to now go back and learn a little bit of martial arts learn so they try to help you cheat a little bit so if i would have taken that course i could then put that on my resume so if i were up for an action action role Mm -hmm. i would be able to say to the director and the producer guess what i've taken a 12-week course in wire work gun work intro to martial arts choreography fight choreography uh knives swords and then that would make me possibly more um oh, you would have a, a, little, a little bit of, of an foot edge. forward yeah. than some of the yeah. other people yeah so but i would love to do that kind of stuff that's amazing i would love to do that kind of stuff i talked to my friend about just um shooting a small video of nothing but fight sequences mm-hmm. and just kind of just to play around with filming but yeah i would love it i would love it i i mean it's something cool about that because then what happens is when you do one action movie first then kind of like the audience sees you that way right kevin hart comes out he does a comedy obviously if he were to come out as an action star first, you know, then he kind of set you yeah. up. Yeah, that stuff um, is amazing. I love like I, it brings out the little kid in me. Like uh-huh. when you just watch stuff and uh-huh. you're like, oh, uh-huh. like just like wow. I think I I'm more into that than like the Transformers type mm-hmm. stuff where okay. all the stuff is exploding, okay. but it's all CGI. I like right. that real like oh my god. Yeah, the fight sequences are amazing. I mean, I could have went with Bruce Lee. Everyone would like Enter the Dragon. But the story was pretty predictable in Enter the Dragon. We know he's going to fight in a competition. There's going to be a bunch of bad guys. He's going to fight everybody. That's why I chose Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's just a lot more developed. But, I mean, Bruce Lee is amazing. Uh, amazing. Do you remember the black one? Oh. Um, Bruce Leroy. Uh, Bruce Leroy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was show enough. Show enough. <laughs> Wasn't that Vanity on there? Yes, she was. Vanity played the lead. Oh, I love her. Oh. Living in a nasty Y'all know what's It was kind of weird that I loved that song when I was a little kid. <laughs> We're just not going to go into it, but Don't it worry. Weird. It was the 80s. Our parents <laughs> let us watch all kind of stuff, at least for me. It was just like, um, should I be watching this? That's right. Pleased to meet you. It was like, Still come on, uh, turn, up, turn it up. That's what right. my mama said. Turn That's up the, the song. Turn up my song. That's vanity. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, y'all, if you get an opportunity, you haven't seen it, please uh, go and check it out. Wow, Ken. That was a good description. Thank you. Uh, well, we're going to go on a little break, and then we're going to be back to hear about uh, television, maybe. Nice. Well, hello. This is Pete Peterson. Are you tired of children talking back? Do you find it hard to get out of bed in the morning? Do your pancakes break whenever you try to flip them? Well, I've got the product for you. Call right now at 1-800-888-888. 
for just three easy payments of $19.84, it can be yours. And it seems as if we got a caller calling in right now. Hey, this is Lester Hope from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh huh. But you know what? I'm definitely interested in what you're selling. Yeah. I just don't know what you're pushing. Well, thank you for your call. What? Listen, this what? is the greatest product we've ever had. I think we have another caller calling in right now. Hi, this is Marjorie Thompson. Hi, Marjorie. I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Uh-huh. Well, everything that you're saying applies to me. I'm just not sure what you're selling. That's wonderful. Thank you for your Wait, call. Wait, what? Act right now because supplies will not last. And if you call right now, you can get an extra one for free. See you later. Well, what is he selling? Okay, we are back, everybody. <sighs> my stomach growled. We heard about my fave movie. Let's hear about Marcellus because there are a lot of martial arts genre television shows right now, past I'm and hungry. present. Marcellus, I need you to put it together. I gotta pull it together. Yeah. Okay. Unless the name of your show is my, is I'm hungry. Marcellus, what's the name of your fave uh, martial arts TV show? Oh my God. My fave martial arts TV show is Into the Badlands. Yeah. I love, 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 triple love. Oh, such a good show. That show. I'm behind, though. I'm on season. I'm on season two. I'm technically behind, too. Ugh. So when I first learned of the show, I was like, what? And it was before it started. Too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was because I was already a Walking Dead fan. Mm-hmm. So it, I think when it first started, it came on after Walking Dead, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it did, but it's, it doesn't matter. I, I think because it was like... um. It was just AMC was just really kicking. No, but butt I mean, not. After, I'm saying like there, there was a season of Walking Dead, and then after Walking Dead went off, it was like new show. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Badlands yeah, yeah, yeah. is definitely after Walking. And so Dead, I was already sure. watching AMC for sure, for sure. And so when that happened, I was like, "What is this about?" Then I saw it was all, and I love mm-hmm. martial art type stuff, mm-hmm. but I thought. It could be corny, mm-hmm. but I still gave it a chance. And thank God yeah. that I did because that show is it's good. Fun I'm show. not going to say it always has the best acting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it always has the best story. Mm-hmm. But it's enough. It's enough. And the fighting is what really puts the icing around the cake <laughs> for oh, the whole thing. Yes. yes. And uh, what the deal is, is, okay, so it started November 15th, 2015 on AMC. Mm-hmm. And it's still going. Mm-hmm. The third season, I think, aired in this last April. Okay. So, uh, basically, it's a feudal a feudal land. It's mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 500 years after this deadly war that kind of destroyed everything. Oh, okay, okay. And now, the way they did it was so interesting, though, because every time I already see post-apocalyptic, I'm mm-hmm. like, here they go trying to do another post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. But it worked. Mm-hmm. The deal is, they basically, the, the world is in turmoil mm-hmm. there's nothing going on blah 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 blah. 500 years later now you have these different almost kingdoms mm-hmm. and they're ruled by a baron mm-hmm. and in a sense they're like old plantations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the baron controls everything he's almost um, he's like the president mm-hmm. in a way everything goes through him comes to him mm-hmm. and he also can fight very well so mm-hmm. he can protect because the other main thing about this is there are no guns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this post-apocalyptic world, there are swords and things, mm-hmm. but there's no guns. Mm-hmm. So if you are fighting in anything else, you're fighting. Right. Fist to fist, right. maybe a sword too. Right. 
but the deal is the baron is the one in control but under the baron he has almost like a, it's like a hierarchy he almost has soldiers and mm-hmm. things like that but he has what are called clippers mm-hmm. these clippers are basically assassins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they clip meaning they kill people mm-hmm. and whenever they clip someone they get a tattoo mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. of the clip and it's in those like you know when you write down numbers and you just do like like four a line cross right. to make five right you get a bunch of those on your body okay and the clippers have hundreds of them because they kill people mm-hmm. and on this show people die left and right right you know, it's killing people you mess up and it's, it's post-apocalyptic it's this feudal land so there's no real law right it's Oh, you stole this? You did. Right. So that's what they have, in a sense, uh, kind of put women back in this box, Mm -hmm. which is interesting to watch how they do that. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. Because they put these women in this box, listen to me. You got the widow. Mm -hmm. That is by far my favorite character of the entire show. Yes. She's a widow. They explains later on why she's a widow. Uh Uh-huh. But she did not come to play with none of y'all. Not today. She is a beast. And she's the baron of a separate land, and she has her butterflies. Uh Uh-huh. And those are her soldiers and her clippers. Yes. And they're all girls. Yes. And they're all girls who have been through a lot. Things have happened to them, maybe orphans, whatever. She trains them up. They are not to be joked with. I mean, they be throwing stuff from across like a field yeah. and people just be dying like right, four or five. Right. But her specifically, there was a scene. I think it was the second season. She said, I'm coming over to where you are, blah, 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 blah. Mm. She came over there and they were already ready. Like they mm-hmm. could fight back against her. She killed everyone mm-hmm. as if she was just taking a stroll from the entrance up to the top of the roof. And she only did it to prove prove a message because she went to the other baron's wife Mm -hmm. just to not even kill her just to say i'm here right and then cut the flag and the flag flew down that was it yeah but you have to watch it because as she's going through there's this stair scene Mm -hmm. you know every good thing gotta have like a hallway scene right this was like a stair hallway scene Uh uh-huh she's progressing up the stairs but the the people are coming down and these are clippers right so they know how to kill right they coming down and she is like fucking them up Uh as she goes up the stairs yeah and i mean throwing stuff they swinging from the top she just killed them at one point it's a sucker me because I love female characters that fight. Uh-huh. She jumped up and me did this too. like roundhouse split kick. Uh-huh. And her heels, the heels on the bottom of her shoes yep, yep, went yep, into yep. two different people's throats. Yes. And then she snatched them out and they hit the ground. She said red bottom. I was bottoms. like, I love the widow. <laughs> red bottom. She was just tearing everybody up all the way up the stairs. And she can trust her little butterflies because mm-hmm. they kill. It's one that doesn't look that strong. Uh-huh. Nah. She ain't no, she ain't to be played with either. But she has her times, too, where she gets kind of one-upped. So there's a bunch of different barons. There's all these different things. And then you got your main villain. Um, He's, like, the main baron of, like, the main Mm -hmm. kingdom that they talk about the most. Mm -hmm. And he's in a sense, is evil. Okay. So you got that to play on, too. Uh But even though I love the widow, the main character is played by Daniel Wu. His name is Sonny. Uh And the show ain't even really about the widow. (laughs) Right. It's about Sonny and uh, Aramis Knight. Mm -hmm. uh, He plays... MK. Uh-huh. And I like that because that's my initials. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. so Sonny and MK, the show is really about them too. Uh-huh. And then you got these special things that go on with MK. You find out more about them. And I'm a sucker for any show to where you find out these real secret things. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved Lost when Lost was on because mm-hmm. you just find out more and more and more. Right. So that's why I love uh, Into the Badlands. And I, I think it's great. And it's good to know that the Badlands are uh, were once Oklahoma. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Badlands. I think they did talk about Oklahoma. Fields or something like that. And uh, sure. did I miss anything? Barons Clippers. Oh, another cool thing about this is mm-hmm. they tried to really like categorize it. Mm-hmm. It is a mix of sci-fi, fantasy, western, martial arts, and drama. Got it. All of that in one show. Got it. That's why when I first saw it, I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. But when I really got to watch it, right. I was like, yeah. And then MK, he really, you go into different worlds and see all these different types of fighters. Mm-hmm. In a way, it almost gave me a little bit of Airbender, mm-hmm. The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Not for the controlling things, but just how they have these different sections of people with different fighting styles. Right. Love that. And overall, that I mean, that is uh my fave but i do have some honorable mentions okay i just mentioned one which was the last airbender you know, oh, it's animated. Okay. okay martial arts listen love 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 the last airbender uh-huh. i don't i mean you yeah, if you ain't seen it you gotta watch it's it good, there's no guys. way you cannot like that it's show good. um uh, iron fist even though it gets a little 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 uh criticized for his acting okay okay <laughs> like you gotta give sometimes for certain right things. right uh it's like going to a buffet or going find dining um, Iron Fist still had some great martial arts in there uh-huh. and had some great just fighting overall. And then Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> oh, Do y'all remember that? Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. the show. Jackie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That, yeah. uh, just overall, I really am into um, martial arts though because in my mind I'm a martial artist right <laughs> you know I was in I, I went to karate like most kids yeah me too I, I had a karate me too. I progressed two belts oh, you progressed. I can't tell you what colors they were but I know I progressed two <laughs> and I was going and my mom would sit there and watch sometimes and I will never forget my dad was laughing at me too he made me so mad uh-huh. I'm too I think too much about how people feel or uh-huh. what I'm doing or whatever uh-huh. we went to the competition uh-huh. it was the last competition of this like whatever season it was and I had to spar okay but I've always been bigger than everybody else uh-huh. in a sense like taller right okay but I didn't grow until middle school okay so middle school was when I was taller than most people so not most people but a lot of the other kids and so when we went to the sparring thing my mom was there one of my other friends he was in it with me and his mom was there uh-huh. my dad uh-huh. and I had to spar with this guy who was so much smaller than me that I was so uncomfortable not that I felt I was going to hurt him but it just felt like I don't want to it felt unfair like it felt like I didn't have a a real match because I didn't know how to oh, he was like, do this right I was confused how dare you so my intelligence with and this so, pygmy I didn't want to like swing. I I just don't fully remember, but I know I was like in sixth grade, and I didn't know how to approach this. Mm-hmm. He whooped my ass, <laughs> and he did because I was sitting there thinking the holding whole time, back, trying right. to figure out holding back. And all he that. was like, and he was <laughs> just going. And you know, essentially, when you spar back then, it's more about connecting. Yeah, and then yeah. you get the points. Yeah. Now I did get some points. I'm not gonna. I didn't get beat down. Uh huh. But he won, and I was really sad. And my mom was like, it's okay. And then my dad was laughing the entire time. And I miss that man because my dad did not hold back the laughs. He laughed at me for everything. I love it. my dad was like, you should have just did it. You should have just went in. (laughs) I I didn't know what to do. Right, right. And I just felt all bad. I should have just started roundhousing that little kid. Oh, God. That reminded me of my, when I used to go to karate, my mom would be yelling because she was like, fight. Don't let him hit you. Don't (laughs) let him kick you. Fight. And I also remember that our karate teacher, all the women would like them. All the moms, oh, yeah. All the moms like the karate teacher. You know they, that reminds me. They low, all came low key. You know, I'm always gonna go back to this. Say, that reminds me of Bob's Burgers. Did y'all see the episode when uh the uh Brazilian guy? No. The uh, wait, wait, wait. What's who, it called when you do the dance fighting? Uh, Capoeira. You didn't see that? No. I 
think that sounds very familiar to me, Marcellus. I but think I've seen that one. He was a he was a uh, he was the Caporetta teacher, but he was like all the women liked him mm-hmm, and stuff, and mm-hmm. he was saying stuff that made no sense. Right. But they was following him, and then yeah, you got yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back to to the martial arts. Um, yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's my um, honorable mentions uh-huh. and. Just like you, I have a lot of movies that I love too, uh, mm-hmm. martial arts. Uh-huh. And if I, I, I would, I love to just sit down and watch a fighting film. And that's an easy way to get me, where it be film or TV. You want to watch this, and it's like action, and it's but right. it's like martial arts where right. they really. That's why I like. Uh, I know John Wick ain't martial arts, but stuff like that, John Wick, Punisher, mm-hmm. where there's action, and you can all. I love watching something you like. Oh my god, he a beast! Uh-huh, right. Like that kind right. of thing. Is there any new uh, martial arts movies that are coming out? I know I said It Man, obviously four is coming yeah, out Man this 4. month. Um, but anything coming to the theaters that's a martial arts theme movie? I don't think we've had a good one to the theaters in a while. Um, and so, do you remember? That's um, why I was wondering. Hannah. Oh yes, I loved Hannah. Yeah, Hannah oh, was great. I loved that movie. Hannah was awesome. Hey, I saw Haywire. I didn't see Blood and Bone. Mm-hmm. I, think I didn't see Blood and Bone. That was what good. about uh, the recent one? Neon Lady, Neon Somebody. Uh, neon Lady Somebody. Neon Neon. Mm. She had blonde hair. I don't mm. want to give away the oh, end, Atomic but Blonde. Atomic Blonde. I'm oh, talking about yeah. Neon. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Blonde was everything. That's awesome. But like, mar- but like martial arts films, y'all, we don't have any on the docket that are coming up that not I know not of. Many. Not many. We've had some good action movies recently, but not, not any good martial, martial arts, arts yeah. films. Where they just but fight. they come in waves. Like I think Hollywood does this thing where it's like one person will do a martial arts movie and it's a success and then what happens is all the studios start scrambling start didn't we have a didn't we have a script for a martial arts movie get that martial arts film uh, and then they green light it i feel like right now it's all superhero and cgi it's very superhero right now and, and but john wick and well yeah. your, your action movies yeah which john wick is the reason we got atomic blonde Really? Yeah. It's actually one of the directors from John mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it yeah. was some connection in the story. I was about to be like, blow my, I'm blown. No, my mind no. is blown. Again, it's just the studio. When the got studio you. sees a, a John Wick hit, oh my God, where's our action movie? But see, I love when stuff happens where John Wick is fighting and he hits somebody and they don't die. Just like uh, Kill Bill, the little girl. Oh, and yeah. And then now that person has a movie. Like, yeah. I love stuff like that. It's, 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 um, it's interesting. I'm hoping, y'all, we get into another martial arts wave of yeah, films. Yeah, me too. Um, soon, but um, it'll it'll be one that'll hit us, and then next thing you know, Tony Ja, by the way, is making a lot of um head waves and doing a lot of stuff. And but. I love seeing those movie stars end up being like doing martial arts, even though oh, they don't yeah. do all the stunts. Oh I yeah, oh yeah. To see Charlize Theron do her action I thing see, in Atomic Blonde was brilliant. Can I tell you what I want to see? I want to see um, Carrie Washington. Uh huh. I want to. Oh, see. don't steal my question. That was your my question. My question was going to ask you. What black actor or actress would you like to see star in a, in a, in a martial arts film? I want to see Kerry Washington. Okay. Because she already has that strong presence, but mm-hmm. still a lot of like that mm-hmm. femininity to her mm-hmm. or whatnot. And I think she would be great for it. Because what I love, I, I'm letting everybody know, I am a sucker for women that can fight. Yeah. Yeah. And when they, especially when they have this thing where they kind of lure you in mm-hmm. on the, like the movies and things mm-hmm. like that, where it's just all like, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you know, mm-hmm. when they come in all brute, I mean, it's cool because they still beast no matter right. what. But when they can do that trickery on you right. and the next thing you know, you dead. Right. Right. <laughs> like that. That is pretty dope. That brings me to a question. Can one wake up dead? I'm sorry. Say that again. Can someone wake up dead? Um, Marcellus, what 
podcast did you just go to? I just said, I said, next thing you know, you did. And they made me think, can you wake up, Dad? All right, well, we'll be back. Thank you so much. That was our TV. Um, and we'll be back after this break. We're recording sound now. We're recording sound. This reminds me of the time back in 1989. I did a play called Stop Chafing Me. I'm feeling dry in the thighs. Uh, I want to go outside. Are we ready to record now? We let you come back. You need to go ahead and just promote what you're trying to promote. I'm a Broadway star. I'm Ellen Bernstein. And I'm here to promote my new show. It's entitled Holiday Hip Hop Extravaganza. Retelling of the Yuletides meets Yeezy. That's right, I'm trying to connect with the young people. Okay, Ellen, where is this going to be at? What, is, is this is going to be at the Senior Citizen Complex in Whittier. I heard of a man and I've heard of a woman. But did you know they come together called hermaphrodites? I got a penis, I got a vagina, but I can't just have one. Ellen, you cannot say stuff like that. I'm just talking about the new people. Everyone wants to be something, okay. and everybody wants to be let's somebody. Let's just wrap up this commercial. Get to the end. All right. This is the one track that we're going to do. I redid from Yeezy's album, Niggas in Paris. Okay. Niggas in Germany. Niggas in Guam. Niggas around the time. Jesus walks with me. Okay, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Okay, um, Marcel, this is your turn. Is it though? To ask us about must watch. <laughs> you know what? Kenneth, <laughs> it's a beautiful segment. Do you know what it's called? What's it called, darling? It's called a must watch. It's called a must watch. That means we're telling the audience they must, must watch. watch? It. They must watch it. What are you saying, Andre? A must watch? A must watch. A must watch. Yes. All right. Uh, my must watch is Jackie Chan's Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Came out in 1995. This is pure Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is comedic, but he is a beast when it comes to his stunts and his martial arts is authentic he is not a faker he knows what he's doing he definitely does but okay rumble in the bronx can only be described as this it's the 90s he's um moves to new york uh he's in the bronx and there's this um young lady um and she owns a store like a little market and he's there to kind of help out or whatever and there's these thugs in the neighborhood keep coming in and messing and you know just being idiots and stuff and he's basically there to kind of like hey don't do that treat them with lady nights no you got to pay for that what you gonna do old man you gonna make me pay and then obviously he makes them pay and now there's an issue with the gang and him and they come back and they want to do some things and get some type of retribution and he has to kind of go after them the stunts in this movie everything He's fighting in a grocery. He fights in a. He goes through a grocery basket. He went to Whole Foods. Listen, he is going through the uh, escape uh, ladders and um, on the outside of the buildings and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you just, if oh god, I cannot describe this film other than the stunts. And you need to watch the behind the scenes because Jackie Chan breaks bones. Jackie Chan's bruises ribs. Jackie Chan sprains ankles. 
He's still doing his fight choreography, and he movies. does all his own stunts. Jackie Chan does his own stunts. I like that black shirt he had on with the arms cut out. He was not playing. Right. And <laughs> everything is dangerous. Oh, my God. Okay? But he's doing everything on his own. And if you all please, it's a 90s movie. It's so 90s. It's I awesome. I love some 90s movies. Jackie Chan, is, is he's charming. He's funny. And it's great when you realize that the man has done his own stunts. And he does his own stunts on all of his films. But to me, Rumble in the Bronx is one of those films that... It's got this energy, this kinetic energy. Yeah, it's just like, wow, he's going so fast. So anyway, check out Rumble in the Bronx. That is a must watch, y'all. Marcellus, what's your must watch for a TV show that we should uh, check out? Oh my God. Listen to me when I play on you. My must-watch is Nikita. Ooh. Oh, my God. So many to choose from. I was like, okay. But I chose the CW Nikita. Uh, Okay, okay. Okay. And let me me be clear that this is a real mix of martial arts and action. Okay. But it does have a lot of martial arts in it. Okay. And I'll be brief. It comes from La Femme Nakita. Yes. Which I if you if you've never seen that movie, I don't um, know if you have. Um, yes, I the have. The French one. Oh yes. Oh, uh, who are you talking God. to? Yes, I, I have. I love me some La Femme Nakita. I love me some La Femme Nakita, and they tried to redo this so many times because mm-hmm. it's such a good. Mm-hmm. It's that classic story. The girl yep. doesn't have a great life. Mm-hmm. She gets inducted into this secret society. Mm-hmm. Grows up. Uh, assassin mm-hmm. realizes she's an assassin tries to change right essentially that's right that's the whole movie point of no return remember that producer brandon point of no return yeah that mm-hmm. was looking and uh-huh. they just you know change the name so what i love though this is nikita this was on the cw so it was very cw-ish <laughs> Ooh, and God bless cw has a theme let me tell you yeah, they do uh they know their audience and you know what this may sound in, I don't know how this may sound but they don't ever hire no ugly people no oh, no. No, 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 no 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 you gotta have the all CW, no blemishes no, I'm like oh my listen, god CW no acne you ain't going on CW if you got acne they just got <laughs> always sticking with the same <laughs> type of people but anyway uh, Lafemme Nikita so she in, gets into the division she's mm-hmm. a, she's like a bad seed mm-hmm. then she gets into the division and it's not called division on all the other Lafemme Nikitas but this one it is mm-hmm. and you know she kind of falls in love with one of the guys like it's just the same story but yeah. I love her it was on from September 2010 to December 2013 mm-hmm. and I just love 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 me some Maggie Q Maggie she Q's just has dope. this thing to her her I like, like Maggie. just just how she is she's great at it and the fighting was beautiful and what I will also say is Sia that's when I learned about Sia the first time I ever heard Sia was I'm about on the show was Sia in the show no cause first, we ain't never seen her the first time it's a song called I'm in here she's like I'm in here it's a good song you should listen to it <laughs> I was gonna song. say uh, we're gonna have to just believe you cause really we don't song. but what I will say is hey, the mom. She, <laughs> that's when I first heard about Sia okay so cause I, I was really about to say oh well yes, thank you for that um, y'all check out La Femme Nikita yeah, Maggie Q has done everything, and me. Uh, I just realized through producer Brandon that she was on Young Justice as Wonder Woman. Oh, I didn't know that, and that's amazing. I did not know that she's been on so many things. I didn't it's even great. Know there was the but show yeah, that's Justice. it. That's all I gotta say. You guys, 
Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. Thank Thank you you. for logging on. Thank Thank you you for liking. Thank you. Please, if you really enjoy what you are hearing, go online. Thank you. Leave us a comment. When you leave comments, it helps to move us up. When you're looking for our podcast, thank you. we're looking to grow our audience. So thank you. Please tell somebody about the show. Thank you. If you enjoy it, um, go back, tell friends to listen to thank all you. of our episodes. At some point, we're going to be coming to an end of our season. So we can give you some time to just really um, listen to episodes you might have missed. But thank you. And tell your cousins to listen to them. Yeah. Tell everybody <laughs> to listen over the holidays. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? What episode is this? This is like episode 17, huh? Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. We just turned 17, y'all. We just turned 17. As far as episodes. So come on, uh, Marcellus, tell them where they can find us. You can find us at <laughs> My Fave Podcast. Again, that's My Fave Podcast. You can find. What you thought he was going to say? Please. Right. <laughs> Deep down, I want to do something, but it happened. Well, you get. <laughs> Listen, that reminds me at our church. My, the, my grandpa the pastor got mad or somebody got mad because somebody introduced that song as mm-hmm. a gospel one you can praise him right where you stand you can praise him while <laughs> you clap your always hands. trying to do that you can praise him while you stomp oh, your feet god <laughs> he don't care how you praise him praise him while you can <laughs> what's her name on that play to um alicia keys she then came in and did alicia keys song and then turned into a christian alicia keys song she just <laughs> And all of us are sitting there like, um, that's Alicia Keys. That's Alicia Keys. <laughs> um, anyway, you can find me at Marcellus underscore kid everywhere. Where can they find you, Ken Brown? Ken Brown 79. Yeah. Um, love, 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 love today's episode. We had a great time, y'all. And y'all support our sponsors. Yes. They please, love you. Please support our sponsors. Um, some of them have restaurants. Some of them have law offices. There's educational workshops and forums. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric the Instigator. Just support our sponsors. Go see Ellen Bernstein and her new show. We're not going to support Ellen, though. She got too much going on. Listen, you She's going to get us kicked off the air. If you want to see Ellen in live, you love her commercials. Imagine her shows live. Um, and she may be showing up somewhere soon. If she does, I will definitely let you know. We will let y'all know. In real time. Okay. Thank y'all. I thought Marcel was going to say hasta la pasta, but okay. Hasta la pasta. Mm-hmm.